1: than nine weeks till freaking fall camp. Less than nine weeks, dude.
0: It is it is uh, coming upon us very quickly because I'm going to tell you, it, it's like this, this has been a weird few months because 2021 seems to be flying by. And maybe it's just me getting older and I'm rolling downhill now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the hill is steeper. But, uh, you know, we're in fricking June. That's nuts. Yep. I mean, it, yep. it. we're, we're halfway through 2021. That doesn't feel mm-hmm. right. So, but I'm, I'm glad because I'm, I have said this a gazillion times. I dislike summer. I'm not a summer <laughs> guy. Um, summer's too hot in Alabama. It's too crowded at the beaches. It's too, now it's too crowded at the lake where I grew up. I don't play golf anymore. Um, Summer sucks. I'd rather have football all the time. And I'll, I'd rather watch old football games than be at the beach. And that's just me. I mean, I'm a weirdo. And I'm, I'm perfectly uh, good with my weirdoism, at least according to my three therapists I am.
1: Um, <laughs> but Well, I used to dread summer because, see, during the fall we have football. And then right when football season's over is the, the, the meat of recruiting. And then when recruiting ends on signing day, we're just about four weeks away or five weeks away from the start of spring practice. Plus, it's a lot of plus that's a great NFL draft time. And then, then we have spring practice, and then there's the NFL draft. But the NFL draft is at the end of April. So May, June, and July are sort of like the footballless months. So I used to hate that. But the older I've gotten, the more I appreciate it because one of the things that's so great about football season is the build-up to it and really May, June and July. I mean, that's the buildup. That's, that's the anticipation. That's the, all the talk, all the predictions, all the counting down the days till it starts. I mean, really the anticipation of it is, uh, is exciting. So, so i sort of, I sort of relish in it these days.
0: Quick, quick, quick trivia question for you. I think it was Kim Carnes that sang a song called Anticipation. Do you remember what product used that song in their commercial?
1: Heinz Ketchup?
0: Yeah, man. It's funny because uh, that song came on the other day and I was in the car with some people that were Slightly younger than me, like five years younger. My wife being one of them, and then some others and none of them knew the answer to that. I was like, I can't hear this song without thinking about Heinz ketchup.
1: Yeah, that's and totally so, true. I didn't remember it was Kim Carnes. That's good. A good call. I, I, I didn't I'm, remember that.
0: I'm almost positive it was Kim Carnes.
1: She sang that uh,
0: Betty Davis eyes.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that and, I remember um, really well. You're
0: so vain. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Anywho, Jimmy, really quickly, here's what we're going to do today. You're going to run down just some brief recruiting yep. notes and then uh, you're going to continue on with the roster countdown for this episode uh, because we're recording this before the softball game, so we won't have a softball report. But uh, so, Jimmy, just roll into some uh, recruiting stuff because I read BOL's latest report and it sounded pretty glowy.
1: It's crazy. Well, this is the way I look at it. OK, so. So June 1st is the first day that kids can come on campus. It's the first day we can have camps. It's the first day we can work these guys out. It's, uh, it's new, it's a little different than, than previous years, but they're doing this to make up for lost time with no May evaluation period. So what the NCA decided to do was have kind of an evaluation period and a camp season all at once. Uh, so, so this is sort of new, but it does feel like we're back to normal because kids are coming on campus. Now, now, yet another curveball in this truncated recruiting year. So not only do you have May evaluation in June and in person on campus, and not only do you have camps, we will also have official visits that will start, I believe, this weekend when we have a ton of official visitors coming to town that's likely to produce a commitment or two or five. And uh, but this is the way I look at it uh, is if it's the first day you can go to a campus, if it's like the first trip and you haven't made a trip in over a year and you can't wait to see a place, doesn't it make sense that where you're going to first is where you want to go to the most? I mean, that won't be true in every kid, with every kid. That's not going to be true. But I think with a lot of kids, it's going to be true that, hey, on June 1st, I'm going to Alabama. That to me tells me this is a kid really interested in Alabama. So I think the kids that are on campus the last couple of days and in the next day or two, these are kids that are super serious about Alabama and that may be committing. So that's, that's sort of interesting. Uh, A few things that stood out to me is just the, the quality of kid that's in town. I mean, it's, it's a parade of five stars and high four stars. It's not just 22 kids. There are 23 kids and 24 kids. That are on campus, and I don't know if all of y'all saw it on Twitter, but there was a, a 14 year old from Washington um, on campus. A um, um, uh, this kid is a Samoan kid. Um, he's a I, Yeti. I can't he's
0: not <laughs> Samoan. He's a Yeti. He's the <laughs> biggest human being I've ever seen, and he's 14 years old. It was yeah. am- he was. It was, Vulcan was like, what the hell is that?
1: I have never seen, I've never, I mean, I've been following recruiting my whole life, (laughs) as as all of you know. I have never seen a 14-year-old built like that. Never. Never. He is large for an NFL football player at 14. While he is 300 pounds, he's not fat. He wasn't fat.
0: He was walking towards the camera in the video I saw, and I dropped my phone. I was frightened that he was going to do like um what's that movie with the with the woman that comes out of the t v uh the the grudge or the no, it's not the grudge the, the ring the ring oh, okay. the the girl that comes out of the t v and then you know contorts your face in some weird way. I thought he was going to come out of my phone and beat me to death <laughs> at fourteen. Can you imagine? Like, there's no chance that kid would ever get ID'd, right? Like, there's no way.
1: And he's 14. And I know people won't believe me because they're like, if he has that opinion, he doesn't really know anything about recruiting. Well, I actually do know quite a bit about recruiting. He is a kid that 130 programs would have offered when he walked in the room. (laughs) I, I swear that's true. That's not me making it up. That's not me exaggerating. He was a take for 130 college football teams walking into the room. There, there would have not have been a reason to have him on the field in some sort of drill, to watch any tape, to even ask him if he knows the rules to playing football. Like, do you know what football is? I mean, you know, it's four downs or you have to punt and it's six points if you score a touchdown. No one's going to give a shit if he doesn't know any of that. He's just – uh. Son, we want you to go to school here for free and we will teach you to play football.
0: No, Jimmy, This the, the most beautiful thing about that kid, and if you're a football recruit Nick like we are, that kid is beautiful. It is, it, that is a song Gavin DeGraw, he is a, a song Gavin DeGraw would sing. You know, like, you're uh, beautiful, uh, but he, uh, there is no chance. Nick Saban retires before he gets to mold that clay, right? (laughs) Nick Saban will will cryogenically, Walt Disney style, freeze himself to stay in coaching to coach this kid. There is no doubt in
1: my mind. And I know, Luke, you see this in basketball. You know basketball better than I do. You see this in basketball. Young kids that are really big or tall, Fast, you know, kids that are like way tall and in the ninth grade, or in football, huge and in the ninth grade or eighth grade, they they tend to be sort of awkward. They they tend to not be athletic yet, or there's semblance of athleticism, and you can see the potential, and you say things like, Wow, when he grows into his body, he's gonna be a thing. People say that all the time, but this kid. I oh, know we saw him was walking, <laughs> but, but this kid did not appear awkward in any way. He looked to be very natural, like any other 14 year old. He was just six foot four and 330 pounds.
0: You mentioned grow into your body. I think if he comes to Tuscaloosa, the community is going to have to grow around him. I think we're going to need a new Publix and a Kroger and maybe, you know, some kind of. Um, Meat Depot, we're going to need something. He's going to expand and grow the community. Walt Maddox is salivating. Oh, my God, Jimmy, they're arresting us for talking this way about a 14-year-old. Is that what I heard?
1: (laughs) That's funny. I was thinking it was going to come right by my way. But every all-you-can-eat, every all-you-can-eat buffet in Tuscaloosa is going to immediately close down. But did you hear that? But that reminds me. Did you ever see that Simpsons when –
0: Homer Simpson was kicked out of the all-you-can-eat buffet, and so he, like, filed suit against him, and um, they said, all right, they put Marge up on the stand, and she said, uh, okay, wh- what happened? She said, I went to the all-you-can-eat buffet, and they, and um, they kicked us out. He's like, okay, then what happened? Well, he was still hungry. Um, and so we tried to order some fish and they wouldn't let us have any more fish. And so then what happened? She said, and then we went fishing. <laughs> he <was> still hungry. <laughs> that's what
1: this kid is like. I mean, yeah. It, Lionel Hutz, their it, lawyer said, all you can eat buffet. This is the worst false advertising since yeah. the never ending story. That's <laughs>
0: my case against the never ending story. That's, that's since my case, case. against okay. the never
1: ending story. Yeah. Oh God! But no, that kid is. uh, But uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about him, and believe it or not, right now he's considered a defensive prospect, not even an offensive lineman. So further proof that, I mean, this this kid is athletic. That goes along with it. So uh, that'll be an exciting recruitment to watch, to say the least.
0: If we ever do him in the backfield like Deron Payne style, you know, where you just put him in there and you know, and you do for blocking or whatever. That's going to be tremendous. And we're assuming we're getting him because there's no chance Nick Saban's letting this guy not be coached by him. If this kid were to say, like, because he's from Washington, right, so if he commits to Washington, I think Nick Saban will be like, hey, University of Washington, would you like for me to come coach there and just kick, kick whoever you've got in there out of bed so I can have the job for a year to coach this guy? Um, all right, Jimmy, let's, let's uh, take a break right here, and you will begin with the countdown after this break. All right, everybody, let me tell you about Rock Auto, rockauto.com, all the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. You know the jingle. I sing it all the time. I sing it terribly. But you know what isn't terrible? Going to rockauto.com and saving a buku of money. And I know that's the wrong way to use that term, that French term. I took some French, so I know that. But just bear with me here. We're from Alabama. We use that use it that way all the time. And if you want to save a buku of money, then you go to rockauto.com. They, there's no promo code. Okay, You're saving so much money off the jump, you don't need a promo code with rockauto.com. Go there. Easy to navigate site. I can use it. I have used it. I have ordered from it. I'm telling you people, you will love rockauto.com. Go check them out. Also, I want to tell you about Built Bar. BuiltBar.com. Oh my God, these things are delicious. Just got my samples in for this grasshopper cookie. Not literal grasshoppers, but it's like mint and it's fabulous. Oh my God. They come out with these new flavors and they send them to Jimmy and me as samples. And we're so thankful because they really are meal substitutes. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. LOCKED15 for 15% off that order at BuiltBar.com. You will not regret that decision. Let me tell you, my friends. You will love you some Bilt Bar. They've got a gazillion different flavors. I mean, like literally over 25. That's a lot of flavors. And they're all covered in chocolate. Good for a keto diet. Good to maintain or to lose weight. Uh, just delicious. I, I can't stress enough how much I love Bilt Bar. Go check them out. BiltBar.com promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off that order.
1: This is Jimmy Stein on Locked On Bama. Thanks for listening to the Player Roster Countdown. We started at 99. We're counting down the roster until the start of fall camp. Or more specifically, uh, actually we're counting down until the Cowboys and Steelers kick off the NFL preseason, which is really, ironically, the start of fall camp for those that don't remember uh, traditionally uh, under Coach Saban, or at least the, the schedule has basically been since Saban's been here, that there's an NFL Hall of Fame game on Thursday night to kick off the preseason. And Alabama practices either that day or the following day uh, on Friday. Uh, for the first practice of the year, you can practice 29 times. I don't know if that number will change this season as everything is in flux due to coming off of the COVID year. But uh, but we anticipate practicing for the first time actually the day after the Cowboys and Steelers kick off the NFL preseason. And we are down to 65 J.C. Latham. So this will be a great one. J.C.'s easily one of the the most fun guys to talk about as one of the top recruits and what I think is the greatest recruiting class ever signed by a college football program, the class signed by Alabama in February and December of of this past year. J.C.'s one of the headliners. He wears number 65. He was an early entry player this spring, so he's practiced 15 times. I think he did pretty well considering now we talked about this before i think there was some hope not an expectation but i would call it more of a hope that jc would have like an evan neal or jonah williams or andre smith type impact and just basically win a starting spot two or three days after being on the practice field because that's what those guys did but that didn't happen and i think one of the reasons frankly is that uh, it's, it's, it's a more difficult time to immediately win a starting spot. Alabama has a lot of offensive linemen on scholarship. As a matter of fact, right now, slated to have 17 guys on scholarship this fall on the offensive line. So, you know, that makes it a little tougher just to come in and beat a spot. You gotta you got jump over a lot of guys. Alabama cross-trained a lot of guys this spring at both tackle and guard, so he's not just beating out the tackles. Now factor in who you gotta block. I don't think any freshman tackles in Alabama history have stepped on the practice field and and, and tried to win a starting spot, trying to block guys like Will Anderson, Chris Allen, Drew Sanders, Chris Braswell. These are all elite pass rushers, even the guys that don't start. I know you might not believe me just yet, but Drew Sanders and Chris Braswell, who I saw a couple times this spring, they're elite. They're elite pass rushers. They have a ways to go to become complete players. But as pass rushers, they're elite, and that's who J.C. Latham is having to block out there, and those are not only elite players. They've been in the program, Uh, and, and he's brand new. So it was a lot. Uh, a, a lot to put on him and he didn't end the spring as a number one right tackle he, he basically ended the spring as a number two which which in and of itself is pretty impressive and shows that he's on the right track he could easily uh, become a starter and fall camp at right tackle or even inside at guard that wouldn't shock me although I, I think most likely he just sort of stays at tackle whether he starts or not just because that's his best spot Uh, In terms of physically what J.C. Latham has lot, there's a real easy player comp for me. And I thought of this the moment I saw his tape at IMG Academy. I think this kid is really what amounts to a carbon copy of Cam Robinson. I think he's just super similar in terms of being around the same size. Uh, built a little different. I'm not saying it's a a carbon copy, not really. He's built a little different, but highly similar to Cam. I think he has Cam's athleticism, his long arms. I think he's got really good punch and pass protection. I think he's highly athletic, which lends itself to becoming a good run blocker. I think he has the feet to block elite pass rushers as, as he learns it over time. And there is no reason to think J.C. Latham can't be the same type of player Cam Robinson grew to be. And and, and as we know, Cam's had a very successful NFL career. His rookie contract expired, and he was immediately signed to a one-year $14 million deal with the Jaguars for this upcoming season. Uh, Latham can be the same kind of player. Now, it happened for Cam pretty fast. Again, it was a different time. I think there's a little bit more of a daunting challenge for Latham in terms of the offensive line is deeper than it's ever has been, and, and, and he's got to block these freaks in practice that make him look bad. And hey, it wasn't pretty this spring. I'll be honest. It was not pretty. Uh, he, he he struggled to block Will and, and, and Chris Allen, and I don't mean that as a slight. I just mean it as, yeah, this guy's a good hitter, and Matt Scherzer struck him out. Well, well no shit he did. I mean, he's... It's one of the best there is. <laughs> and uh, so so it was a, a, a little bit of a struggle for J.C. Let's see the strides that he made this summer with uh, Baloo and Ray, and further technique improvement uh, that he'll work with with Doug Marone. And my guess is by the end of fall camp, right about before the first game, he's doing a better job even against the Will Andersons and the Chris Allens. I, I think J.C. Latham is a major contender to be the starting right tackle this fall. And if not, to say he'll be in the picture next spring is an understatement. Uh, I think J.C. will be a multi-year starter at Alabama and, uh, and certainly has first-round potential uh, next level. But there's a lot of improvement to do between now and then, and uh, my guess is the kid gets it done. Thanks for listening to the Player Roster Countdown on Locked On Bama.
0: You know, it wouldn't be a podcast at Locked On if I didn't tell you about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. Go there now. Use promo code LOCKEDON. 50% welcome bonus. It's like here. Here's 50% more money than you put in. We just want to give it to you because, you know, we're good people. BetOnline.ag. You can bet on reality TV. You can bet on Major League Baseball. You can bet on NBA playoffs, and they've been wild. Uh, You can bet on college football futures. They've got all these cool college football future lines. I'm telling you, these are really, really cool. Go check them out. BetOnline.ag. And look, if you're not into betting on sports, then you can play poker. You can play blackjack. You can play roulette. You can play some other things I hadn't even seen yet because I'm interested in all the other stuff. So, but go check out betOnline.ag. If you use a promo code locked on, 50% more money than you put in. Promo code locked on, betOnline.ag. Go to them now.
1: Back to the player roster countdown. As I record this, we're 63 days from the start of fall camp as you listen it's 62 days and we've done such a good job on the countdown we're actually to player number 60 so we're jumping ahead a little bit he's actually Sunday is Kendall Randolph's day uh but you guys are listening to this on Friday and that means next Monday we'll be just totally caught up and all square uh but Kendall Randolph interesting guy because See, not a lot of people look at it this way, this way like I do, and I, I think I look at it the same way the coaches do. Kendall Randolph is a first-team player at Alabama. He has been for a couple of seasons. And you're like, he doesn't start the games. He's not first-team. Well, that, that's, be, that's paying too much attention to who's actually out there for the first snap. For instance, in basketball, does it matter if you're one of the five starters if you play fewer minutes than the sixth guy? isn't the sixth guy a first team player because he's playing more minutes than, than a couple of the guys on the first team so, uh, that the, the start. So to me, a first team player is someone that plays with the first team while the game is undecided. That means the coaching staff trusts this kid to play really well against the best competition possible and to help us win the game. That's a first team player to me, and Kendall Randolph has been a first team player for two years. He has been a second or third tight end with the first teams in the short yardage package. He has even played tight end when we're not in short yardage on some occasions when we want to show the team another different look or get a little bit bigger. And sometimes it could be a matchup thing, but Kendall has been a second or third tight end occasionally in those packages. That makes him a first-team player to me, and he may return to that role uh, this this fall, though Alabama's depth at tight end is a little better. Alabama's second and third tight ends right now, Cameron Latu and Major Tennyson are good blockers, might not need Kendall out there, and it's a good thing because, believe it or not, Kendall Randolph began the spring as our first-team right tackle, He ended the spring as the first-team right tackle. So he didn't lose out to J.C. Latham or Tommy Brockermeyer or any number of other quality prospects. Uh, He held on to the starting spot at right tackle. So here's a guy that's seeing double duty. Uh, He's playing some with the offensive line. He obviously will remain involved at tight end uh, if he doesn't start at right tackle. But clearly, Kendall Randolph is a significant player on the team. He has been and will continue to be in some role or another, whether he's a starter. I think one of the difficulties that Kendall faces, and it's just a a product of us asking him to play two spots, while he basically is a third tackle when he plays a tight end spot, (laughs) you know this kid wants to run some routes and catch some balls, and you don't see too many six foot four, three hundred and ten pound tight ends in the NFL. So, I'm sure Kendall struggles between, gosh, should I weigh 300 pounds and be a tackle, or should I try to get down to 265 and uh, and be a tight end? And and he's kind of in the no-man's land between those two spots. So I'm not sure how that's handled. I'm sure that's a difficulty for him in playing those two spots. But his first job at Alabama is, is to get people blocked, if he's inside at tackle, he's blocking bigger guys. If he's outside at tight end, he he might even be as a second tight end, asked sometimes to block the blitzing uh, strong safety or a, a Sam backer or some smaller, quicker guy. So it's it's a, a difficult uh, task that he has, and uh, but he's been up to it. I, I don't recall watching games and feeling like. Oh, that got blown up because Kendall didn't make his block. I mean, I I think he's been pretty consistent out there when he's played. And that was likely the reason he started out as a first-team offensive lineman this spring and ended the spring as a first-team offensive lineman. Uh, For those who have forgotten or didn't know, on a a personal note for Kendall, he is the younger brother of Alabama former basketball star Levi Randolph and uh, makes the Randolph family a big part of – of Alabama athletics history, really, because both have been such significant players. So Kendall will be a senior this fall in terms of academically, but with COVID, uh, he's a junior. So uh, I suspect that we're, we're likely to see him back in 2022. Uh, with him long-term, I think it's just a matter of him settling on a position uh, with the help of the coaching staff and then putting him in the best position possible to help the team. So. That's number 60, Kendall Randolph. Uh, You guys will listen to this on Friday, so you guys enjoy your weekend. Luke and I will be back on Monday as we get ever closer to the start of the fall camp and the football season. Have a good weekend, guys. Roll Tide.